Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right, here we go. Mario Lopez here. Another fun episode of my podcast. Listen to Mario. And this week we are digging into the archives and giving you an interview that I did with one of the most infamous comedians ever, Mr. Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, as a kid, he was my favorite because he was so naughty, really. And, And Dice, of course, is one of the most politically incorrect comics out there and he's turned into quite the actor he's actually really good i loved him in vinyl over on hbo spent two seasons playing a version of himself on his showtime show dice and of course he made quite a splash playing lady gaga's father last year in a star is born dice also in the podcast game just announced a big new comedy tour with roseanne Barr. talk all about that and more so let's get into it listen to mario Mr. Andrew Dice Clay, how are you, sir? Really Always good, good to see you. Really good. Great to be here with you. I admire your studio. <laughs> you know, Appreciate and it's not that. like I, I don't see you, you know, because you're all over. Thank you. You were telling yeah, me I stalk you in hotel rooms, which, by the way, the interview we did prior where you talked about that, that is now going to be in the hotel room. My producer wanted me to tell you. We're gonna be, you're going to be watching in your hotel room. No, you talking because, about being in the hotel no, room. because you make me comfortable. You know what I well, mean? I appreciate like if I'm that. in a, you know, a state like, I don't know, Tulsa, Oklahoma, <laughs> you know, at a casino, and I turn on that, and I got to get ready for a show, and you have those before show jitters right you know and i go just find mario <laughs> just find mario that'll relax you like i don't care that you're talking about what they might have or what movies are coming right. to, to i'm hearing okay dice just take it easy you've done this a thousand times yes you've played the biggest places in the world nobody's ever gonna top you you're the greatest comic I've ever seen ever in the world. Those are the vibes that, I'm trying to get across. No, that's what you're saying. <laughs> and you might be talking about like Equalizer too, Right. <laughs> but I'm hearing something else. Right. I love it. I love, that's my favorite, man. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Oh, my gosh. On everything. But first, I want to talk about A Star is Born. You play Lady Gaga's dad. And 
I, I just think it's awesome because all the names that were kind of bandied about there and Bradley Cooper personally reached out to you uh, for this role, it, it which was is really exciting. And I didn't even know what, what, what he wanted from me. How did that conversation go when he reached out? Well, well, this is what happened. This is the whole story. Okay. So I go and I put Guns N' Roses back together single-handedly. Took me a little while. Wait, what? That, that, no, it was written about in Rolling Stone. I'm wow. not making it up. What happened was my son Max, who's the drummer in 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 his band mm-hmm. with my son Dylan and Kyle. One of our producers, and, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, he He's saying to me since he's 15 years old, he goes, Dad, you know you're the only one that could ever put GNR back together, you know, because of how they they look up to me. You know, they originally came to see me at the Wiltern, then they were at the Amphitheater. They used yeah. to ring my bell when I was up from the rock and roll Rouse on Sunset. Right. They'd ring my bell three in the morning. Wow. So we became very close. <laughs> I wound up doing the Rose Bowl with them, you know, in between Metallica and, and GNR. Yeah. I did a set wow. and then I brought acts. So we were always close. So I said, look, if it's ever really called for, uh, I'll just put them together. I know what to do. So <laughs> because of my son's band, I need rock and roll in the world. Okay? Real mm-hmm. rock and roll, which GNR is, obviously. Right. So the first guy I get was Slash. I was doing a tour in Australia. I was there for about 10 minutes. And um, we were at the top of this hotel in Sydney where they serve breakfast and they got big porches sitting outside. So I come out there. And I say, uh, you mind if I smoke? Because he's just sitting there. Yeah. Know? And he goes, yeah. I don't... And he's going, dice, dice. And I go, hey, how you doing? What are you doing out here? I said to him. He goes, well, I'm playing their like national anthem at one of their football games. Right. So I look at him and I go, yeah, that's big. <laughs> you know. And he goes, no, it's going to be on TV. I go, yeah, great. You know, <laughs> you're doing the national anthem. <laughs> you slash. You're one of the biggest players, greatest players ever in all time. I go, so I want to know what the argument was that happened about 23 years ago that you guys can't put it back together and and, and thrill the millions of right. people that have come to love you since you broke up. What was it? You know, just dumb stuff that every band goes through, you know. So, so he started talking very positive about Axel because that was always the problem. So now I come back to L.A. Okay. Next up, I got to get Duff. So Duff comes with his wife to see my son's band at the uh, a place on um, Burbank Boulevard. And what was great, he stayed through the whole show, and he was really into the boys. And the next day, I'm hanging out with him and my son, Max, who really can't believe it. Like, why is he with Duff? Right. Because I've told him a million stories how we used to hang out, but now he's seeing it. Right. You know, and Duff's giving him great advice, you know, about the, the band and, and what they need to be doing. And, you know, it gets to the point uh, where I go, okay, what's the next move? Because I don't have patience for this, you know. You know, and, and, and the road manager is there, Tom Mayhew. Right. So Tom is like, well, we got to get Slash. Because he, he would be condescending all the years when he would put out tweets and stuff about mm-hmm. Axel. Like 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 girlfriend and boyfriend that broke up. Right. You know, nonsense. So what happened is I open a show now for at the Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas for Axel. It's his last show. 
and I'm working in a smaller room at the Hard Rock. I'm doing vinyl. He's in the joint. So I open the last show he's doing, and then we're hanging out afterwards, and I got both my sons there, which is like, you know, for them, they grew up, they just idolize him. You know, it's like if I met Elvis, I wouldn't know what to say, you know? Of course. So, um, so you know, Axel, you know, did like a two-and-a-half-hour show. Fantastic, you know. He's going, Dice, what'd you think of the show? I go, best you've been, you know? I mean, your voice is incredible. Great, great show, whatever. <laughs> you know, and he goes, why are you saying it like that? I go, because you're working with a cover band. You're in front of 3,000 people, which I could be doing. I go, you should be in front of stadiums. I go, it's an obligation to your fans. Put it together. So now Slash does put out the positive tweets about how great Axel is. Bands back. I, I got so excited. I'm coming home from a gig in my car, also in Burbank. And I hear, is it true that the original lineup is getting back together? You know, and I was just thrilled. And then it happened. Look at that. You know, so I love. So I was at the very first show. You're talking about Bradley at the Troubadour with my sons and this little VIP. It's a small place. The Troubadour, right. like 300 people. So I wanted to see that first show together. Which is where Axel actually fell and broke, like, his ankle. Oh, yeah. You could relate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You and him do, like, the same things. So uh, <laughs> so you must look up to him, too. So anyway. My air? <laughs> so the show the show is fantastic. And as I'm leaving, I'm passing Bradley Cooper. And I go, I just want to tell you, I thought you were great in Sniper, you know. And his mother grabs me. And she goes, not so fast. You don't know what you mean to our family. You know, a mom. <laughs> yeah. And I go, yeah, but, you know, I love your son. I, I followed his career. I just want. She goes, no, no. Tell him, Bradley. You know, <laughs> she goes, Dice, how many times were you at, at the Philadelphia Spectrum? Because he's from Philly. Right. And I go, well, I've done it three times. And she goes, we were at two of those shows. She goes, that's what you mean to us. A couple months later, I'm in his office talking to him, you know, for three and a half hours. And mostly, you know, we're talking about the movie, but mostly we're talking about, I'm talking about my sons because he was ready to have his first child. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I wind up playing him half their album because I always carry their CDs, you know, and he's telling me how he had to learn guitar for A Star Is Born, you know, and I said, you know, well, if you need some help, my son Dylan, you know, he's really great at this stuff, you know. And he goes, I'd like to meet him. And the next day, so the meeting's coming, to three and a half hour meeting. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> so when I'm leaving the meeting, I look at Bradley, I go, let me ask you something, because I'm pretty sure my sons, who are in their 20s, you know, are sitting on our front porch, you know, which is hysterical because I've turned my front porch in the valley, like a nice neighborhood, looks like a Brooklyn stoop. That's great. There's an old uh, office chair that's bent to the side with the foam coming out of the arm. (laughs) Like the neighborhood hates us. Right. And um, (laughs) yeah, there's lounge chairs. Like, you know, when people walk by, they're going, why? Yeah. Why are these animals still living here? (laughs) Put up a wall. You know, so so I said, so my sons are going to be waiting for me. I go. What do, you, what do you think I should tell them, like, about this meeting? Like, how did it go? 
And he goes, you want me to tell you what to tell your sons? I go, yeah, because I don't know what you're thinking. You know? Smart. So you tell me <laughs> what to tell them. And he goes, I think it went really well. I go, okay, you know, remember you said that. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. Right. So I go home and I tell him it went pretty well. You know, he said to tell you that, you know, the next morning I have a text. Can I go into Hollywood and meet Stephanie, who's Lady Gaga? You know, she's recording some stuff for the movie. So I go over there. We meet, you know, instantly we got along. Like her, her crew parted like the Red Sea when I came in the studio. It was funny. But we talked about, like, you know, becoming a phenomena. Like when she broke. Right. You know, she goes, but what about you? And I go, yeah, when I broke, I go, I was like the Lady Gaga of comedy. Right. So I know what it feels like. Good analogy. You know, to be, you know, because fame, as you know, could be a very scary place. Exactly. And a very lonely place. Right. And when you become a phenomena... You know, you know, who do you keep around if you're smart? Your family, your friends, and that's what she does. And then Bradley showed up at the studio and he took us in another, you know, room where nothing's going on. And he goes, All right, let's work some scenes. I go, What scenes? I don't know the movie. You know? <laughs> right. You know, I just got the script. Like, what are you out of your mind? He goes, Calm down, it's gonna be fine. And he takes us both like like corners of the room, like fighters, you know. And he whispers stuff to me, whispers stuff to her. So the first scene was pretty light, okay? Just a father-daughter scene, you know. Now, the second scene, he gets into my head, you know, and he talks about, like, my kids and if this happened or that happened. And I go, all right, I could do that, you know. So now the scene starts, and I'm feeling nothing, you know. But I'm wearing dark glasses like this, and I also wear this, it's not for guns, but it looks like a two-gun holster that I okay. keep my wallet, glasses, the phone, you know. It looks like I'm ready to say, you know, like I'm Doc uh, uh, from, from the movie Tombstone. Right. You know, going. Doc Holiday. Yeah. Just say when. Yeah. That's what it looks like, you know. Right. So I go, Bradley, I don't know what's going on. Forget this. You know, he goes, what do you mean forget? I go, I don't feel it. I feel nothing. <laughs> I go, wait a minute. I know what it is. I take my glasses off, you know. And then I start, and I, I'm still not feeling it. I take the bag off, the two-gun, and I'm like, all right, we should be okay now. Now I feel normal. Now I feel like a dad, you know? Yeah. Three minutes later, I'm holding her head against my chest. Tears are falling off my face. Onto, and I'm actually looking, even though I'm in it. Like, why am I holding her? I know this girl for 20 minutes, you know. It's Lady Gaga. She's a you know. Yeah. And I'm crying on, and he's and he's on the floor, and he's going, yes, yeah, I knew it. I knew it with you, Dice. I knew it since I saw Blue Jasmine that you can do some, you know. So, you know, so now it's Sunday, and you know how long it takes to get apart. Right. You know, so that was a week. screen test, essentially. Yeah. Calls me Monday night. He goes, I want to offer you the part of Lorenzo, which is, which is, you know, her father. father. Lorenzo, and great name. And it was too. emotional for me because, honestly, after I did, yeah, I got to work with some great directors sure. over the last few years. Woody and, Allen, and you know you stole the, like I told you, the in, in vinyl, the performance was. Yeah, uh, and I'm always looking to prove myself. Right, right. And 
So after I got done with that, I didn't even want to do any more movies. Huh. I was like, I'm just going to stick with the comedy. Yeah. You know, but, you know, Bradley's calling you up, wants you for the... And I loved The Star is Born when I originally saw it with Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. And I told my sons, I go, I'm going to make this a tribute to Elvis. Hmm. Because what had happened is the, the Star is Born that Streisand did with Chris Christopherson was originally supposed to be Elvis and Barbara Streisand. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Because I'm really close. I don't know if you know. You ever meet Jerry Schilling? He, that, he's Elvis's. He, he grew up in Elvis's house. Huh. That's right. The house he lives in in L.A., yeah. Elvis bought him. You know, I've been up there a million times. He's shown me pictures when they went to see Nixon. Jerry's the one that went with him. Yeah. Like, you're out of your mind. You're just going to see the wow. president, you know. And um, so so he was like his best friend. He yeah. even wrote a book called, like, My Friend Elvis. Yeah. You know, and Jerry Schilling ran the estate for years. So he told me the whole story of Elvis and Streisand, that they'd sit in Elvis's dressing room in Vegas after their separate concerts and talk about A Star is Born. Elvis was all pumped to do it. But but Colonel Parker, moron, stupid person. <laughs> I can't use the words I really want. Who took 50% that he of was, everything, right. <laughs> yeah, 50%. Wouldn't let Elvis perform outside the States. Huh. Did you know that? Elvis never got to tour Europe. Yeah, that is That's weird. That's why I studied for performance. That's why I know so much. Yeah. I didn't study comics. Hmm. That's why the image of Dice that you knew of was all the leather jackets with giant collars. Wow. And he taught me what I knew about performance. Only I did it as a comic. Right. You know, I didn't study comics. Who cares? You know, yeah. they, they bore me to tears, half of them. So... But so when I made it in comedy, it was all about the Elvis vibe and creating excitement for audiences. So it had that, yeah, because it had a little Tony Monero too. Everything. A little Every, Elvis. That's that, right. Yeah, and I okay. would do Elvis at the end of the concerts. Yeah. I had an eight-piece band, and we'd really do it. We would do- What like song would you deserts, do? I would do C.C. Ride, or I would do uh, Baby, What You Want Me To Do. I would do. I would end with Trilogy, which is that Glory Hallelujah right. song, because- we were during. It was during Desert Storm when my right. career took off. Right. So I would really do the numbers, and people would love it, you know. So, but the bottom line with the Elvis thing is, because they weren't going to give Elvis first billing, like it would have been like Barbara Streisand and Elvis Presley. Oh, no, I can't do that. The Colonel <laughs> said, "You're not doing the movie. Mm. If they're not putting your name up first, you're not doing." And that wrecked Elvis because he was trying so many years because he did all those beach movies, right. you know, girls, 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 yeah. all that. Fun and Acapulco. All I that. mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, the best of it was uh, the one with Anne Margaret. Right, Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, that was amazing that because was great. that chemistry. I like those. Wow, that's and a you know fun what went piece on of there, info. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the house. Right. Oh, really? It's that it's at the top of Truesdale. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Like on my birthday, I used to, because I lived right down the hill on Doheny. Yeah. I used to to hike the hill just to touch the gate on my birthday, you know. <laughs> Damn, so you're a anyway, super fan. Elvis, it ruined him because now he's not getting to do the one dramatic role, which he just would have been outrageous in. Yeah. And that's why he spiraled. Oh, wow. And that, so 
even though I wasn't the lead in this movie, I said, I got to do this great. What an ironic the full Elvis circle moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's why wow, that makes it extra special for you. Well, again, congratulations and work Thank with those. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. But aside from uh, that movie, I just want to talk about a couple other things real quick that you got going on. This really um, cool podcast, The Dice Cast. I'm over here now. But do you know why it's called The Dice Cast? Because it's not supposed to be a podcast. It's a dice cast. It's a dice cast. It's it's half reality show, half transistor radio show. Okay, okay. (laughs) Like you could listen on your radio, but... When you watch it, you see the insanity of it because, you know, you see how we're just sitting around? That's all good. This is great. You're Mario Lopez. You get the sign. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't put a sign up of me yet. It's coming. But what I'm saying is, you know, people walk out on me. I walk out when I get bored. Or if I I see, like last week. I got to go, as a matter of fact. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, Nick Vallelonga, who also has a giant film called Green Book, okay? And, it, it, you know, Spielberg took it over, and 
it's it's almost like a, a reverse of of driving Miss Daisy, right? Where it's a, it's a white driver, and the passenger is this African American classical pianist in the '60s, and it's a true story about this guy's father. And in years, he became a great actor, but this is in the 60s when his father was a bouncer at the Copacabana. And they closed for renovations, and this performer needed somebody to drive him through the South. So it's the relationship of those two guys. So last week, I'm, I'm doing my... And here comes Nick with some pizza girl. You know, I don't know her. I just saw, you know, yeah. that she's hot. <laughs> So, you know, which brings the pizza in. And I, you know, I just want to talk to her. I don't want to do the show right now. <laughs> so I, I go out to another room with her to rap with her. But I saw it. it, it it's airing this week. And I'm going, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's why it became like first week, number four. Right. You know, out of the top podcast in, in the world. <laughs> and it's a dice cast because... It's cutting between when I'm talking to this girl. I'm trying to pick up on the girl. Right. Who I don't know is um, an ex-Baywatch girl. Oh. Uh, Christy uh, Allen. Oh, yeah, you know Christy her? Allen. She's yeah, she's a great girl. She, she wound up at hot. my birthday party. Oh, look at that. It worked you know? out. And, um, I do know her as a matter but, of fact. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking it's the pizza delivery girl. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't know every, and now she does comedy. I'm sure she appreciates you know, that. She does, wait, my, she does comedy now? Yeah, and I got oh. my arm around her out in the hallway, and it's cutting back where my son Dylan took over the, the, the right. dice cast. Right, Like, where is he? And my opening act, Eleanor Kerrigan's yelling at me when I come in, where, did, where are you going? Right. You know, I'm going, mind your business <laughs> where I'm going, because I used to be with Eleanor. Ah, like, like I, like I know a million this. girls love right. you, right? You well, know that. Well, I don't know about that. No, nah, you know that. Come on, <laughs> this is going on for years. You know, you, you know. But what I'm saying, not every girl in the world loves me, but the ones that do, it's like forever. You can't shake them. Yeah. You know. So it's Eleanor, who to me is is the best, one of the best stand ups in the country. I mean, when when she finally does a special, I mean. That's why I don't even say best girl comic because yeah. she's such a killer on Just stage. Just in general. She destroys every crowd. Right. I mean, you know, and my crowds, like me, Joe Rogan, we have the most aggressive crowds as comics in the world. Right. And she goes up there and just kills oh. every night, whether it's 300 people or 3,000. That's awesome. means nothing to her because mm -hmm. she's from Philly. Got South it. Philly. <laughs> Got it. You understand? Of course. Row home. Yes. You know, uh, you know, schoolyard. She loves to fight. You know. Sounds like that's my kind why of girl. she was a good girlfriend for me for a <laughs> I while. Because when I would get into it with people, I couldn't get sued. So she'd fight them. You know what I mean? She's it, got it your was, back. Yeah, I she's like tough that. as nails. Must listen to podcasts right there. The it's dice cast. We'll put up all the info on on oh, Lamar. Yeah, you know what you're doing. We'll put this it isn't like no. something. Yeah. You know, why do you have all your I, hair? I got I don't your get back. That, that bothers me. <laughs> and not to break what we're talking about. I'm lucky. Are you yes, married now? Yeah. You're, you're I'm like married. married. I got two guy. kids. Those are my two kids. I got little ones. Yeah, I. You know. You know. No, that's beautiful. But yeah. you, you don't need marriage to do all that. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> How many years you married? 
Oh God, what about uh, five, six, something like that? We've been five. together like nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, nine. Yeah. So it's still pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah, it's still pretty fresh. I mean, we yeah. got about a dime in. We got about ten years yeah, in. But, Might have been six years. You, I think we're married about six years. But I actually. think you're the type of guy. You're a romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would consider myself. Like, sure. what are you going to bring her today when you come home? Well, like, it's not an everyday thing. We can't spoil them. Come on, you know that, Dice. But, no, no, I, I, I do. I actually do. <laughs> Every day, it's a lot of work. No, it's a lot I, of work. But well, when that's I go, why I'm single now. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been through it. I'm sure you have. You know, I go. I get married all the time. Oh, you got, how many times <laughs> you been married? Uh, three times. Oh, three times. Is uh, that three it? times. I was engaged to Eleanor, who I was uh, yeah. 15 years ago. Oh, you we love love then. I like it. Yeah, I never give up on the prospect of real romance. And I think that, that's part of the reason people... That keeps that, you young. That, but going back to the movie, that's why this movie keeps getting remade. Right. Because if you think about it, what's it about? Love it's story. A, it, and it's a dark love story. Right. Because we all keep trying, but especially in the world of showbiz, it's very hard you know, to to stay married because of... All the temptation. Right. You know. Well, especially a, in your position, you know, you're on the road but, a lot. Right, forget about the, the cheating, you know, because I'm no good. You know what I mean? <laughs> you okay. Know, <laughs> I don't cheat a lot, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> like if my wives knew it was just, you know, like accidents. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing crazy. But now that I'm single, you know, you know, my son Dylan... You know, I go, you know, I, I got to start all over, you know, I, you know, I got to get my game. Right. You know, I'm sure your game is tight still. No, no. But, but, but you got to start like with a Monday girl, you know, you know, Monday you find like at a bus stop, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I sit there with a coffee, you know, and I, and I wait around and here comes somebody with their backpack and right. the stupid bun. You know how they all ruin yeah. their own hair. That's a, that's Women a, don't know what to do with their hair. Right. You know how aggra I've gotten, I've had breakups over the bun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I start taking you out. Your hair's all down and long and beautiful with the makeup. And the minute they move in, they tie it into a knot like a Holiday Inn maid. <laughs> you know, they go into the bathroom with the long, like they wore it all night. Right. Everybody gets, oh, look how beautiful. They go into the bathroom looking like Marilyn Monroe, <sighs> and here comes Marilyn Manson out of the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 you got to pack. You know? <laughs> no, we're not going through the rest of the night. They got to keep up now. appearances. They got to keep up appearances. Yeah, because, you know, the first thing. We need thing, a visual. Well, yeah, well, the first thing of any relationship is attraction. Yes. That's it. Right. Listen to me here. <laughs> I don't allow low tailbones. If a tailbone's too low, that means her butt is going to start dropping at an early age. You know what I mean? Yeah, these are wise words. You, you want you want a high butt. You know right. what I mean? So right. you might have to shave your tailbone a little to get it over there. Right, okay. But if you have a low tailbone, last thing you want is a bun and flip-flops. With the sound of the flip-flop, the heel, smacking the bottom of your foot just makes me nauseous. You know, you can talk all day long. You could tell me all the things that are bothering you that I really couldn't care less. Right. Just don't be wearing a bun. Be wearing spikes. <laughs> the hair's down, low-cut shirt. Yes. You notice how the big butt 
right? Is all famous now, right? How they can't showcase it. I've always it. embraced it, but go on. Me too. Okay, see, we're Do you the know, same. You, girls used to hang up the phone when I'd say, "Oh, you know, I really admire your your big fat butt." You right. know, <laughs> you only I would use like the ass word, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, so they'd hang up. They go, "How dare you?" So I go. It's why I said hello. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you were getting it. Don't shy away. Uh, uh, that's 30 years ago, but today. It's embraced. They, uh, please. You if got I implants showed you my Instagram. I know. I can't even see the rest of the girl. That's how big they grow. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. Listen, Dice, before I let you go, I want to okay. put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick answers, okay? All right. Let's see if I can do that. <laughs> Favorite Gaga song. Oh, I like the, the original. You know, I fell in love with her, like with Monster. Okay. Last show you binged watched. Oh, well, I love... Wait, wait. Binge watch would be... When you kind of power through, you want to see them all. Billions. Over. Great show, huh? Unreal. Great show. Celebrity crush growing up. I'd say Suzanne Summers. Okay, a little Three's Company right there. Well, I didn't need the other one. The other one didn't do anything. The other me. one didn't do anything, <laughs> I mean, right. she was cute, but next to Suzanne. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. If you could be any animal, what would you pick? Lion. That was quick. No, that because was... because I, I that's what I call my company because see, if you notice, the lion <laughs> could kick anybody's butt in the jungle, right? Mm -hmm. But yet, it's not the biggest animal in the jungle, is he? It's not. No. Isn't a bear bigger? Sure. Right? You see what I'm saying? Right. They're in a forest, but that's the all right. The thing about a lion, <laughs> the thing about a lion is when a lion is threatened and he feels his back against the wall, the claws grow. Right. And that's why he could take anything down. That's you. You chill like a lion. Yeah, I really do. You like the women to do the work and bring No, no, it's <laughs> no, not I'm about, about the that. work. I could cook chicken. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I'm a chicken cooker. I'm with you on it. I'm with you on it. And last question, last question. They're doing the Andrew Dice Clay movie, biopic. Which well, you know, something actor like would you cast in that role? Well, there's something going on now with uh, Gene Kirkwood and Chaz Terry, who's writing this thing. Oh, yeah, like love it's, that. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, Gene, you know, I don't know. Have you ever interviewed him? No, I haven't, one but Chaz Terry, yes, he's a great one guy. One of the biggest producers ever. Not, you know, sure. everything from Rocky One. Right, no, I get the it. movies that you would love, like right. Pulp Grinch But if you're Village. the producer on this one, who would you cast? What actor would you cast? Um... Well, I used to want James Franco. I I even met with him about 10 years ago about it, but there was no book even yet. And just the greatest guy. But right, it's good we casting. also need a guy that when they play me, you know, younger, they have to sort of look like me. And right. Franco yeah. had that, you know, he's got the egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you see my head? <laughs> It's like more of an egg. Yours is this a little rounded in my head. You have more of a tomato. I got more of a tomato. So, <laughs> so we needed an egg. Is Bradley Cooper an egg? Um, Bradley, I spoke to him a little about it, but he was so absorbed. Right. Because he could do it. He could you do know, it. You know who I really like, love? What's the head shape like, Jake though? Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. He could because, do it. Yeah, he's and, a good and, actor. And more than the look. He would have the look, but in all the films he's done. Yeah. I've seen all, I know how I am personally, not just right. on stage, because it's almost like playing, for an actor, it's like playing two parts. Right. Okay, you're playing that, the animal that the world knew as dice, 
And then you have the father, the husband, you know, the personal life. Right. I'm very different in. And so you need a guy that could play. You need a, a great method actor. Right. That will take that on. Yes. All those choices, excellent choices. I'd watch all the movies. Thank you so much for taking the time. Such a such a, Thank a, you. a pleasure always to hang out always with you. Always great to be here. You can follow him on Instagram, maybe even slide into his DMs. You're a hot <laughs> girl with a big round booty. Oh, yeah. You I, never I, know. I'm on Andrew Dice Clay Instagram. At Andrew Dice Clay, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and a lot of girls do write to me, but I can't bother with them. Do you know what they do? What do they do? This is what they do. All right. Like, I had a girlfriend on Instagram for like a year. I think they're broken up now. (laughs) You know, and, you know, I met her once and then we'd Instagram talk. Then we had a phone conversation, more than one, and then more Instagram talk. But what's happened to people is you could actually have these relationships just on Instagram and then they just disappear like it never happened. Wow. Robotic. They're robots today. It's very hard to start a relationship today because you could write to a girl, hey, how's it going? Week and a half later. Good. How are you? What? What kind of? (laughs) This is 118 hours ago I wrote this to you. (laughs) You know, years ago you had to dial the phone. That was it. The only way you're going to talk to a girl is call that house phone. Exactly. I miss those days. So do I. You could call 2.30 in the morning. You had to go up against it. It wasn't a text. You want to come over? Yeah. And nine days later, I'm busy right now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You've been busy for three weeks. (laughs) Years ago, you'd have to call the house. You don't know if the mother's picking up, the father's picking up. Who's calling this house 3.30 in the morning? No, it's 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 Andrew. Send her over. <laughs> you know, I mean, how many you, you want to take care of her her whole life? I got a big house. You know, I mean, get rid of her. She's not that great to look at. Trust me. You know, you you probably have a beautiful wife. I, I've never seen your wife, but you got beautiful kids. I like a girl. I like them pretty, but I like them a little defected. A little defected. Yeah, a little. Yeah, look at your wife. Just beautiful, right? Like this is like. There's nothing wrong here. <laughs> like I could go with a woman like this if one foot's a little shorter than the other. <laughs> you know, like a little defect. Yeah, you want them. To, you, you want know, to keep them humble. Yeah, like uh. like let's say a girl's a little round-shouldered. <laughs> right. And now you're in front of a family and she wants to lay into you. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you so you hit her with this. Stand up straight. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk to me like that? Stand up straight. You're in your mother's house. Act like a human being. Walk out of here. Put, pick up your cut. Co- walk out. Walk out the door, I says. Oh, caught his eyes. You know, talk to me like that, being, you know, hunched over. I love you, guys. Little defect. At Andrew Dice Clay on Instagram. Be sure to follow him, folks. <laughs> So don't forget new episodes of Listen to Mario dropping every Friday on Mario.com to catch up on the podcast. And please make sure you follow Listen to Mario on iHeartRadio and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. More fun next week. Thank you so much for listening. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. 
For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.